Welcome to episode three of the Real Happy Mom podcast. I'm your host, Tony Ann. I'm the blogger and content creator at Real Happy Mom, where moms can find encouragement and practical tips for this journey called motherhood. I also have this podcast to introduce you to other moms from various walks of life to share their experiences with you. Today, I'm talking to Felicia from HeyFeliciaWright.com. She's a social media and design fixer, as well as a wife and a mother. I'm excited to have her here as a guest. Welcome, Felicia. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. I'm super excited. This is going to be fun. Excited. Yes, I'm so excited because, yeah, I'm like I was telling you before we got started, I have some questions for you. I just want to pick your brain about. So I'm really excited to have you on today. Awesome. Let's get picking. So you have an interesting story. You were in the Army, and thank you for your service. Mm-hmm. Then you became a teacher, and now you do um, your online services as a social media and design fixer. So I just want you to talk to us about this journey and then also when motherhood popped up in all of that. Awesome. Yeah. So this journey of mine has been a journey that I didn't really expect. So I've always known that I wanted to help in some kind of way. And that led me to the military and then teaching. And honestly, like becoming a mom has like completely transformed my life because it changed my priorities in life. So I became a mom and I was still in the military and it just wasn't in alignment with the type of mom that I wanted to be. So I, after my contract was up, it was, it was time to go. And I really thought that teaching would be the perfect opportunity to, you know, still help children and then be the perfect mom, even though that does not exist. I've learned that. (laughs) (laughs) But I I just learned that like I needed a little bit more freedom because I wanted to be there for my girls. So being a mom has like completely changed the game for me. And it's been a blessing because I it gave me the courage to do things I wouldn't otherwise do. Definitely, definitely. Now, just want to backtrack. So you were in the Army. You know I'm a reservist in the Navy, so I have to ask um, what you did in the Army as far as what your job was. I'm just curious. Yeah, I was a cargo specialist. I was an 88 hotel. So I drove forklifts, you know, and the the ones that picks up those giant mill vans that go, the shipping containers, the whole bit. Okay, okay. Nice, nice. Now, that's a big change from going from that to being a teacher how did you transition in, in that part um well when I was in the military like I was a reservist as okay, well. okay. and um <clears throat> I knew I always wanted to help children like my childhood was a bit tumultuous at times and I knew that you know being a good role model for children at a young age is super important for them Because they just need to see something different than their surroundings. And that's why I took that leap into teaching because I've always loved children and I just wanted to help in some kind of small way. Okay, okay. Now you're doing your social media management services now. Now, how did you get started with that? Well, that was a bit of a journey. And I laugh at myself because 
so when I was teaching, I was like, well, after I had my second baby, I was like, well, I, I need to stay home and take care of these babies I'm having. And um, I was like, okay, well, I'll start a blog. And then I started a blog and I realized I don't like to write. <laughs> I was like, what was I thinking? <laughs> and then I tried direct sales and that just wasn't completely in alignment. So then I really had to take a step back and I'm like, okay, what am I doing with myself? And then I realized it's like, you know, I really like being on social media. Like I just, I really enjoy it. And then I stumbled upon like, oh, I can get paid to do social media. Like that's the best of both worlds. So it was kind of like an accident that I figured out some way that I could do this as a business. Nice, nice. Now, um, I did go and check out your website because I was like, I need her in my <laughs> life because, yeah, this this is a lot doing the blogging thing and the full-time job. But anyways, so mm-hmm. I see that you have, um, of course, the social media management and then also Facebook ads. Now, um, with yes. Facebook ads, it seems like it's so simple, like, oh, you just, you know, boost your post or whatever. But I'm I'm sure there's more to it than that. Do you have any tips for someone who's just starting out um with facebook ads on promoting themselves whether it to be to get clicks on their website or get people on their email list Mm -hmm. that kind of thing yeah um so what i always recommend is that you have to have your organic approach like kind of on lock before you start throwing money at ads so what i mean by that is you need to be consistently posting and posting good content before you start running ads but when you are ready to run ads i would suggest um setting up a business manager and most people have never even heard of a business manager basically the business manager is the back end of facebook so yeah so you have to actually install it on the facebook and um, it's just the back end. And then you will have your ads manager. And within that ads manager, it's going to give you all your stats. So it's going to tell you the age range of people that are visiting your, um, your Facebook business page, some of their common interests, where they're coming from. And then when you're ready, start to really analyze that data and see if it's in line with your ideal client. And if it is, you know, you've kind of hit the right spot and then you can start targeting those people through Facebook ads. So you definitely want to do like some serious targeting because when I first started out, I was like, oh, let me try something. I just boosted a post and it was before I ever knew anything about ads. And then afterwards, I realized I was like, oh, I could have targeted way more than I did. I think I just did United States. Mm -hmm which is everybody. So you can target age range, um, occupation, interest, um, their buying behaviors. It is super, super powerful on the back end. And you can target those specific things to get to the, the type of people that are going to engage and buy from you. Okay. Now I'm just now starting to get familiar with, um, Facebook ads so this is all really good for me Um, but the other thing that I was learning was setting up your pixel to make sure that you're Mm -hmm. getting that information can you just talk to us a little bit about that and how important that is oh it's super important so a lot in when I first started out I never even heard of a pixel (laughs) 
So for the people that are out there, a Facebook pixel is something that the business manager will generate for you on the back end, and it's connected to your business manager. So the pixel is literally lines of code. It, it, it's just like a bunch of mumbo jumbo coding. So on your website, you want to install that code in the header, and that code is going to track people that come to your website. So people that land on your website, I consider those kind of like lukewarm leads. So what I mean by that is like they're kind of already interested in what you're doing because they thought enough to click on your link. So that means they're like, oh, they're kind of interested. So that's kind of a lukewarm lead. So that pixel is it's not necessarily storing their it's storing their data for Facebook. You you're not going to have access to their data. But when it comes to Facebook ads, you have the ability to remarket to anybody that has landed on your website. So already a lukewarm lead. So they've already, that's just another touch point. So they landed on your website for whatever reason, wherever they saw you, and then you're remarketing them and positioning your Facebook ad in front of them, which can be really powerful because people have squirrel syndrome. I do. I see something shiny in the corner. I'm like, oh, shiny in the corner. I forgot what I was doing. So that might be their case too. They were on your website interested and they saw something shiny in the corner. So it can be really powerful by remarketing to those people. And you can only do that if you have a pixel installed on your website. Nice, nice. Okay. Okay. So thank you for that because like I said, I'm just now yeah. learning about it and I did what you said where um you know how they give you the thirty dollars or whatever amount um for ads for free so you can try it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was like, Oh, okay, cool. So I just set up something and I boosted a post that was linked to um this content upgrade and it did not get the response that I thought it would for as many like impressions that it got I was expecting way more clicks I think I got like one person to sign up on my email list from it I was like wait like I was expecting like way way more and I think part of the problem is is I didn't set up all those things on the back end like you mentioned um so I'm going back Mm -hmm. and doing that now now um quick question again for you about setting up things on um for for ads so you're saying to go ahead and get the um set up on the back end would you suggest having that up and running before you start running your ads for a period of time or you can go ahead and set it up and go straight into um getting those ads going oh yeah like once you have it set it up i mean you can set it um run ads without it but i highly suggest running ads with it and once you set it up you can go ahead and start running ads right away okay awesome awesome now you also do some social media management Um, is that more so just to kind of let the business owner have more time, um, more free time to do things that have a better return on investment for them so that you can handle their um, social media sites? Is that kind of what you're doing or you do something a little different? Yeah, that's, you hit the nail on the head because most of the time when I talk to business owners, this is what I hear like 95% of the time. They're like, I know I'm supposed to be doing it, but I don't, I have zero interest in learning how to do it and I'm too busy to do it. So that's where I come in and I take the task of maintaining um, their brand on social media off their hands because they just don't have time. Cause a lot of them are doing well in business, but they want to scale 
and reach more people and you can do that with social media but they just they just don't have the time to learn all of this stuff because it's a lot it is and you're really knowledgeable about all this so I'm just curious how long it took you to learn all this or is this something that's been ongoing for you oh like it's it's always an ongoing thing because as you know like they are always dropping something new you know IGTV just came out I was like whoa so it's ongoing every day I'm always learning something new and speaking of IGTV what are your thoughts Uh on IGTV is that something that um, bloggers and businesses and um, online store owners should jump into or is that something they should wait and see how things turn out before they start utilizing that my vote is to not wait. I say start it and see if you're, if it resonates with your audience because everybody's niche and industry business is all different and your audience is in all different places. So I say jump in while the getting's good and try it out because, you know, with, so IGTV is the new shiny toy for Instagram. So they're going to favor their new shiny toy. Mm-hmm. So I started an IG TV channel and I noticed um, way more engagement on my Instagram and um, more likes and more comments just from doing the very first one. Cause I did my first um, video the second day it was wow. out. Okay. Nice. nice. Yeah. So try it, see if you like it. If you don't, that's okay. Go back to what you know and what you like. And now for someone who's never heard of IGTV, can you just give us like a Cliff Notes version of what IGTV is all about? Yeah, no problem. So IGTV is Instagram's new video platform. So the word on the streets, the social media streets, is that they're trying to compete with uh, YouTube and it's it's you can't broadcast live it's pre-recorded and it has to be a vertical video so as if you're holding your phone recording a video um so it's a vertical video you can pre-record it well you have to pre-record it you can edit it and then post it on your channel and right now it can only be about oh i want to say like up to 15 minutes right now but as as the time of the recording but then they're supposed to make it longer as time goes on awesome. thank you for sharing that with us now I want to switch gears a little bit and I want to hear about some of your hurdles that you personally had to face and what you've had to do to overcome them okay so I could not leave my nine to five without having something lined up because like we depend on my income for our household. So I, I started building this business while I was still teaching and it was really difficult. So in the very beginning, I, I was trying it and I was like, Oh, this is so hard. Like, what am I doing? But then I just had to keep in mind why I was doing it. And then I was able to like do more and more and more. So the hardest part, and this may sound goofy, but nobody thinks about this. So I was doing discovery calls with potential clients. Mm -hmm. I live in Las Vegas, which is Pacific standard time. I am the last time zone. (laughs) (laughs) See, nobody thinks about this. I'm the last time zone. So I can schedule calls after work, which would have been, which was three o'clock. So I would rush home 
because I got off at 226 and I would rush home and people were like, oh, do you have anything earlier? I was like, oh, I'm completely booked. (laughs) (laughs) Even though I was at work. (laughs) (laughs) So I had to start waking up early in the morning. Um, I I would wake up at five and take discovery calls. And it was really difficult, like... But the the nice push was like seeing my husband and he was like pushing me. He's like, you're doing it, babe. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm tired. I'm really tired right now. <laughs> yeah. And that was like a good motivation because I could see the belief in his eye. So it was easier to believe, you know, yeah. so that was really difficult. Yeah. Now, um, I know before we got on the call we were talking about our husbands and it's funny that you mentioned your husband again so I take it that he's a a big supporter in what you're doing now yeah was there ever a time that he was like I don't know about this you probably should stick to your day job kind of thing (laughs) um I think in the beginning like in the beginning like he's all he's always really believed in me and but in the beginning he was very like well you can't quit your job until you have something lined up like let's be real so when I started making money like it was like the skies had opened up and he was like whoa babe I was like I know right (laughs) nice nice so I had to, I, there was a level of, I had to prove it to him because, you know, men are like very black and white, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. like, where's the money, honey? <laughs> yes. Yes. Definitely get that. Cool. Yeah. Now, how do you balance being a mom, a wife, and then running the online business? Well, I'm just going to be honest. I feel like there's no such thing as a balance. Like people say like, oh, you can have a balanced life. No, you cannot. (laughs) Like there's just seasons of like, you're working more of this and then more of this, but I do do my best. And um, I've been using Google calendar religiously. Like somebody's paying me to use it. And I do schedule time with my family in there and our, my Google calendar syncs with my husband's. So, like, we're going to see Tournament of Kings here, like, next week. And he asked me three weeks ago. I was like, I don't know. Check the calendar. (laughs) He's like, you available? I don't know. Check the calendar. So he schedules stuff in my calendar, like, because they're synced. So then that way I know that that's the way we can schedule time together. And then for two hours every day, I have dedicated time for my girls as well. So scheduling it helps a ton. Okay. Okay. That's some really good advice. I like that. Now you talked about um, some things that you're good at. Well, I think that you're really good at as far as um, social media and, and ads, Facebook ads in particular. Um, But I want to hear about what you're not very good good at. Oh man. And this is a tough one to even admit. Like, (laughs) (laughs) but I I feel like I'm one of these people that I feel like I can do it all all the time and during the school year I was essentially working two jobs you know and see around the house like I take care of the household stuff and it just got to the point where I, I just broke down and I told my husband I can't cook anymore 
Like, I, I just can't do it. Like, it was so hard to, like, have that conversation with him because it was something that that I do. And, you know, it's like I have pride over that. Like, I handle all this stuff. And I just had to break down and tell him, like, I, I have to take at least one thing off my plate. And that's cooking. And I, I mean, it was, it's so freeing. I don't cook anymore. I can't believe I'm even saying that out loud. Like, I don't cook anymore. He cooks all the meals. Nice. I need to do that to my husband. (laughs) I can't believe he signed up to do it. (laughs) That is awesome. I love that. But yeah, like, he does it all. And it was so hard to even, like, ask for help. Mm. But I had no choice. It just got to the point where I was like losing my marbles. <laughs> but it's awesome that you're able to, you know, be able to communicate with your husband like that and he'd be receptive of it because I know some men, you know, they have their pride too. And mm-hmm. they're like, that's a woman's job, you know. So that I think that's awesome that you guys are able to communicate like that and work it out between the two of you. That's great. Yeah, we work on it. We try really hard. And I try really hard to just be, like, honest and let him know what's going on. Because he, I think, like, for him, like, if you communicate with your husband, like, I always tell him, I was like, hey, my success is our success, you know? So he he feels it and he gets excited, too. So we're, like, in it together. Awesome. Awesome. I like that. I need to tell my husband that because he's been helping me with this new blog that I started and he's been really Mm -hmm. hard on me by the way and I know he's gonna listen to this I'm recording later but it's the truth he's been hard (laughs) on me but when I do actually like start seeing things like taking off he's like see see you're doing good and I'm like no we're doing good like I honestly would not have um the blog I wouldn't be doing this podcast if it wasn't for him so like I totally agree about it's a joint effort not just me as an individual so awesome I love it it now you mentioned your daughters um can you tell us the ages of your daughters oh my goobers they are four and two in a hot mess four and two i got five and two oh really (laughs) (laughs) what are their names ellis and josiah yes and they are they are a lot of fun but i'm the only girl so sometimes I'm like, leave me alone. Like, I don't want to be around all these guys all the time. Even though they're little, <laughs> like, they still are, like, little men. Because um, I probably shouldn't yeah. throw their business out. But they fart like grown men. Like, I cannot do this all day with you, too. <laughs> so, yeah, it's fun. But I can only imagine what it would be like with two girls. Because I was the oldest of three girls in my house. So I can only imagine. Oh, like, the hair situation oh, yes. is ridiculous right now. Oh my gosh, I do not miss that. I'm so not envious of you. Yeah, I know if I had a yeah. girl, she would have a lot of hair. So yes, my oldest, she's got like curly hair. My youngest, she's got curly thick hair. I have to do it in sections. I'm like, oh girl, like, uh, you're only two. Like, oh man. Yeah. So two girls. Now, I'm sure you have lots of great stories, but can you tell us one of the funniest things they have said to you? Oh, man. that. But, you know, that's really hard. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's funny because so 
the girls have kind of learned like when mommy's on the phone like you can't interrupt because I tell them it's like mommy has a client call mommy has a podcast mm-hmm. you know that kind of stuff so now like they come in my office and perch themselves up on my on my chair on my desk I'm like what are you doing They're, Karina my oldest she's four she's like mommy I have a podcast right now and I need you to be quiet I'm like what she's like yes can I have your phone please so I literally have to put my phone in my tripod and let her record herself nice and then here's the zinger so she was in my office recording herself I watched the playback she had taken one of my pens and wrote Karina, her name, on her arm. And she's like, in the camera, look, mommy. <laughs> I wrote my name on my arm. Because I had left because she kicked me out. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, look at you. You're raising up superstars over there. She's already got a podcast and client calls. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> nice. Nice. I love it, love it. Well, thank you for sharing that with us and also sharing all that other really great information about um, social media and Facebook ads. That was really, really helpful. Of course. Now, where can listeners find you if they want to learn more about your services or just want to follow you on social media? Where are some of the best places they can find you? So the best places, um, my website is www heyfeliciawright.com and I built it myself. Check I'm very proud of that website. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. And then I also have a Facebook group. Um, you can find the Facebook group at www.socialfixgroup.com I go live in there and do some fun stuff like some free coaching and just some social media tips. Those are the best places to find me. Nice, nice. Awesome. Well, we will definitely have all of this information in the show notes. Um, are there any last uh, words you wanted to leave with us before we close it out today? Um, I would just say, like, for any moms out there that are thinking about building a business or think that they can't do it, I will be the first to tell you that if I can do it, anybody can do it. Like, and I do mean that, like, genuinely, like, you have, you just have to believe in yourself. And if you can't believe in yourself, then just do it for your kids. Can't do it for yourself, do it for yes. your kids. Yes, yes. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for uh, giving us all of this great advice and inspiration. And thank you for spending some time with me today on this Saturday. And I know that you have lots of fun things planned. So thank you for taking time out with us today. I really appreciate it. Of course. I had so much fun. Thank you so much for having me. Now that does it for episode three of the Real Happy Mom podcast. To find the links and a show note, you can go to realhappymom.com slash three. That's realhappymom.com slash three. So thanks for listening and I'll catch you in the next one.